Greetings, Disney fans, and so glad you could join us for the fifth episode of the Mouse Life Podcast. To paraphrase Walt, to all who come to this happy place, welcome. This podcast is your podcast. Now here's Sam to talk about her trip. Sam, take it away. So where'd you stay? We stayed at All Star Movies. We were in the preferred room in the Toy Story section on the bottom floor, and it was really nice. Before we even got onto the plane in Kansas City, we had an 805 flight. Disney's room system had already texted us our room number. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so we already knew by the time we got on the flight where we were at and all that good stuff. So just got on Magical Express, flawless as always, got on right away, probably sat on the bus for 10 or so minutes, and was on our way so that was really really easy and then that day we went to hollywood studios and poor hollywood studios you guys really <laughs> we were literally <laughs> done with all of the rides in two hours oh man oh like it took man. us no, like nothing and we had reservations at minnie's halloween vine um at hollywood and vine that was interesting um food was really good the character interaction with the kids was good. Like, they spent a decent amount of time, but it took an hour and 40 minutes for them to get around to every table, which I felt was a really long time. And there were, what, four if, or five characters? Uh, yeah. It was Minnie, Mickey, Goofy, Donald, and Daisy. So it was okay, five so it was characters. five of them. It took them more than an hour and a half. Yeah, more than an hour and a half to That's get through. So we were, we were more than done eating. Like, we went back, like, a couple of times to, like, get some snacks. Because we wanted to get our pictures, um, and then it was about it was forty six dollars a person per adult. Did you feel like you got already, your money's worth? Um, time wise, no. Like I felt like they could have kind of hurried it along a little bit, um, just to keep the pace going. But I mean, food wise, it was a buffet, so that you know, and it was nice to sit down and just kind of relax because it was travel day, and so we weren't in a big hurry. And then we um, went and we rode Rock and Roller Coaster again, and then we just went. They opened the doors for Fantasmic at 7, and we just went to the amphitheater, and we sat in the third row back, and it was great. We just hung out and talked to other people, and um, they got rid of the pre-show. Does anyone remember the pre-show um, no. where they had the two MCs and they would, like, interview yeah, people they tell the jokes and stuff? Yeah, yeah oh, they got yeah. rid of that. The, the warm-up so, thing, yeah. 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 Do they, it was kind of fun. Since that accident, do they not do the riverboat thing at the end anymore, or did they bring that back? I thought they, they had did, stopped it for a while. Um, but instead of them, they did stop it for a while. They did do the riverboat. Instead of them being on the riverboat out when it came around the corner, they started to come out as it got to the middle. Okay. And then um, you could tell that, like, the characters that were, you know, not face characters were tethered to the boat. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah. We actually watched the video today. He didn't fall in the water. He fell from the top deck to the bottom deck. To the bottom like he deck, slipped. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. so that was good because I thought that he fell in the water. He did now, not. Now, I have, um, because it's, you know, because the park is so in transit right now, were the lines long and stuff? Were there a lot of people? Was it crowded? Um, I would not consider it crowded. I mean, it was pretty comfortable for the most part. Star Tours was basically a walk-on, like it said, 25 minutes, but we got in line and we walked straight to where they divvy up into different, like, lines. That's um, how basically it was when I went, was there last week. It was pretty much walk-on. Yeah, they, Toy Story Mania had a 45-minute wait. I'd say we waited closer to 30, but I would say that, um, to use Fast Pass on Toy Story Mania still, even with third track. Um, Rock and Roller Coaster was not, I mean, we waited 10 minutes to get on. Did you do Tower no of Terror? Deal. Did do Tower of Terror. Um, I think I had tweeted you guys, like it said, like it was a 70 minute wait. <laughs> it just started raining and we ran up, we had a Fast Pass and I asked the guy, I was like, what's the wait right now? And he goes, oh, it's literally a walk on. Like we have a elevator waiting for people to go inside to oh, go wow. up. To the loading bay, so, so it that sounds was crazy like it, sounds like pretty consistently the posted wait times weren't anywhere near accurate. Last week um, it seemed like yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say that they were probably exaggerated a little bit to probably help space people out, huh. you know, from one ride. But um, we went to extra magic hours at Hollywood Studios and got literally everything done in an hour. We were like, "What do we do? What do we do now?" <laughs> wow. Um, I would say the most accurate wait was great movie ride. It was a 25 minute wait, and we waited about 20 minutes. Did you go to the launch bay and all that? 
Um, I've been before, and my friend Charlotte that went with me is not a Star Wars fan, so we just kind of skipped out on that okay. kind of stuff. Um, and there was a lot of lightning in the area, so they weren't doing um, Indiana Jones. And I think that Indiana Jones and Little Mermaid, right. I think those are the only two shows, right? Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, yeah. which they were not running because of the lightning. That's right. It That's an like amphitheater, too, right? Mm-hmm. Outdoor theaters, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they'll run it during the rain, but not when it's lightning, when it's lightning. like touchdown yeah. lightning. So, and then on Wednesday, we went to Magic Kingdom in the morning. And, I mean, I thought the crowds were ridiculous. I couldn't figure out what they, I mean, it was like shoulder to shoulder people at like 11 down Main Street. Hmm. Holy crap. So, That's funny yeah, given we, while late it was elsewhere. That's funny. Yeah, and, I mean, there was the Move It, Shake It uh, dance party, which was actually kind of fun. So, I think that blocked up a lot because they take over the hub they go down to the castle and they like circle around the hub and then you can't go anywhere once okay, you're so past the <laughs> yeah well but so. that but that's kind of a, a street party so there's a point where like they invite everybody to come down and that's when you can kind of scoot through you know yes. when it kind of when they get into the hub and then they start they have like all of the dancing that's when yes. you can like Okay, now we can run. You just yeah. have to run, do the electric slide it. while you're doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, and they like had Chip and Dale out, and they had um, Jungle, the Jungle Book characters out, and those you could actually take selfies with and like interact with. So that was kind of different experience that we don't see very often. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, the characters come out and and you dance with them, and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. We didn't see the three o'clock parade, fantasy festival fantasy, just because it was hot. I think it was like ninety something degrees, and we were melting, and it was busy. So we decided to go nap because we're ninety years old. That's <laughs> 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 happened. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, and then we went back on Wednesday night and saw the parade and fireworks. Of course, the eight o'clock parade was nuts. We ended up sitting in the wishes section, like the fast pass section and just hanging out and watching it from afar and then we watched wishes celebrate the magic from there and then we went and sat on the curb for the 11 o'clock parade we did a lot of people watching just kind of a lot of chilling this trip was which was really fun and nice we talked to a lot of amazing people and cast members and stuff like that so cast member interaction this trip was a thousand times better than it has been on other trips like you could tell that these people actually love their jobs yeah versus that's great and it wasn't like that the last time you were there no, no. The last couple of times they've been there, I felt like they just kind of were like there. They were just there. They didn't really care. What well, is good but to hear, it, Like in the mornings when we get on the bus at All-Star Movies, there would be a cast member at each bus stop, and you would trick-or-treat. It was just like really fun. Like they'd be like, say trick-or-treat, and they had like candy and just really fun. There was one of the college students, I guess, is heading up the department of activities at the at that hotel and that was one of her ideas was just to kind of add a little bit of spunk to everybody's morning so they were giving out treat bags and trick-or-treat one morning and stuff like that and that was pretty cool they had a halloween dance party one morning so they had a halloween music and uh, yeah so that was a little bit different one thing i wanted to ask you was the uh you said you used that what did they call it the power rod the phone charger yeah, the fuel rod. Fuel, that fuel was rod. Awesome. Yes. And do um, they so have th- those kiosks in all the parks now? Yes, they have three kiosks in Magic Kingdom. One up um, where you meet Mickey and Tinkerbell. So that's the theater. And then they have one over in Fantasyland, and where you the, the big top souvenirs. Okay. And then one's in Tomorrowland by Space Mountain. Yes. Yes, and then there's also one in Peco Bills that's kind of hidden. Okay. Oh, so and they have four. them in the other parks, too? Yep. There's one location in Animal Kingdom, which is at Island Mercantile, and then which is at the front of the park. They have one at Hollywood Studios, but I don't believe that we use that kiosk. And then they had one at Epcot. Okay. Um, and then they had Epcot two. Really yeah, I remember it being kind of weird. It's sort of tucked away somewhere. Remember what yeah, you kind of have to look yes. for them because they've painted them to match the theme of the, yeah, wherever they're it's themed at. themed into wherever they are. Nice. Yeah. Which, which essentially is camouflage. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So it's, <laughs> is there some it's sort of, of those... map or something that will tell you where they are? I just Googled it. Um, okay. Like some of the blogs and stuff like that or, and Fuel Rod, they have like a list of locations. And they said, I ran into one of the ladies who was switching the rods out, and mm-hmm. she said that 
they are adding five more locations on Disney property by the end of the year. So she didn't say where. I'm assuming in the parks, like in the other three parks, there's going to be more yeah. locations. I had actually but, heard they were adding 15 more in the parks. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she said they'll she have 15 total. But you feel like it was worth your while. It's like, what, $30? It was $30, and we did it on our third day, and we would have wished we would have done it sooner. But you get the fuel rod, which is like the portable charger, and then you get a uh, core that you can use to charge it in your hotel room. So if you want to charge it yourself at night, you can. And that has like a little adapter that fits the old iPhone adapter, so the 9-pin and then or the 30-pin, and then you get the new iPhone adapter, and then there's an Android adapter. Perfect. Now. It doesn't fit every Android phone. It did not fit my friend's phone. I don't know what kind of phone she has, but it did not fit hers. But I had my other cable, so that I just used that cable since I knew it was certified. But, yeah, you just pay $30, and you can swap it out unlimitedly. So once it was empty or I thought it was going to be close to empty, we just went to a kiosk and hit swap and put it in, and out popped a charge one. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like a great thing. Cool. I'll make yeah. use of yeah. that when we it's go It's simply down. amazing. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. Yeah, I mean, amazing. a lot of people yeah. online say, like, oh, the the wattage of the fuel stick and stuff isn't great. But, like, one time my phone was on 2%, I plugged it in, and it charged it to 100%. So I knew that it at least got one full iPhone charge out of And if you can change out them out every time you run out, that's all you need, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So yeah, in, that sounds like a good idea to me. I mean, even, like, when we were leaving Animal Kingdom, I picked one up in the morning and then I used it during the day, and so I just swapped it out on our way out, so I would have it. I was like, I don't know if I'll need it, but at yeah, least I have it, as well. and it's charged. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So that was well, well worth it. I would highly recommend that. Just, you know, takes the hassle out of dropping your phone off at guest services or, you know, worrying about getting those sticks charged or whatnot, or you yeah. could just let your phone die. You know, that's well, we have too. several of those sticks, <laughs> but we keep giving them to my son for these band trips, and I'm not sure that they ever make it back, so... <laughs> Lord yeah, knows and, how many um, I bought. The girl that – so they actually come and swap them out twice a day. Like, they don't charge in the little kiosk. They physically pick them up, take them back to their warehouse, charge them, and swap them back out. And put the new charge Multiple times out. a day. Yeah. Cool. So Great. she told me that they're all over the nation. She actually told me that there's one down in our, like, entertainment district called Power and Light here in Kansas City. I had no idea. So she's like – if you were out with your friends and you had it with you and it died, you could go to our kiosk here in Kansas City and get a new one. So they're good nationwide oh, at wow. any kiosk. That's cool. Yeah. Did you get and to do any of the nighttime stuff at Animal Kingdom? Did I get to do any of the nighttime stuff? No, because it started pouring down rain. Oh, bummer. <laughs> yeah. Sad day. That's the story yeah. of your week, isn't it? Yeah, no, it really it rained off and on. Like, it would rain for like two hours and then it would be great the rest of the night. But last night it just poured like, and I've never seen so many people leave Magic Kingdom. Like, you're trying to get under the train station, and it was just impossible. Like, people were just freaking out, and I'm like, it's "Yes, rain. it's raining and it sucks, it's but <laughs> it'll just stop. Rain. Yeah, it'll it will stop. stop. Yeah, yeah, it, it rained for a solid four hours. I have no idea if the second parade happened or if wishes happened last night. Um, I know that when we were leaving, they were announcing that the 8 o'clock parade was indefinitely delayed until further notice. Then they probably didn't do that one. Yeah, yeah so I think they just did the 11 o'clock parade, which is kind of sad because it was the 45th anniversary yesterday. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get to really enjoy that. But Were they doing anything happened. unusual or different for the 45th that you saw? Um, not that when we got there. I know that at each park they did the buttons, the 45, 45th anniversary buttons and maps. So we got a couple of buttons and a couple of maps, but um, I looked for the shirts, the I Was There shirts. I think they were sold out by the time we got there, and I looked for the other merchandise and couldn't find it, but the gift shops were a zoo because it was raining. It was raining, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody was hiding from the, <laughs> from the rain. So at one point, one of some of the cast members was like, if you're not going to be purchasing merchandise, we need you to move to the oh, front wow. of the store because it was so crowded in there. I mean, strollers and tons of people. So, wow. Um, bus service was pretty flawless. No complaints there, except for Hollywood studios on um, when we went for extra magic hours. Um, they coupled all three all-star resorts together and it was pouring down rain. So we waited 45 minutes in the pouring down rain. Bus station. Yeah, we were happy. And then there was <laughs> two buses and, 
one was full and this party of 10 just like walked around the entire line and got on the bus. What? Uh, and let me tell you, I think that bus monitor might have quit his job after that because there was, I mean, we were just, me included, I got pretty huffy. Yeah, I mean, we all got pretty huffy puffy about it just because we're all soaking wet and they're dry and on, they had umbrellas and ponchos and they just went right around the line and got on the bus. Oh, man. Which is, that's just part of the experience, I guess. <laughs> people, people lose their manners at Disney yeah. sometimes. They do. Sometimes, yeah. They do sometimes. Well, it sounds like you had a great trip. Yeah, we had a really great time. I'm, I kept thinking in my mind, like, oh, I should talk about that, but... You know, it all slips away once you have a Disney hangover. Kathy, how about we do a little bit of news? You said you had a couple of stories for us today? We do. We have a couple of uh, news items today. We'll start with some new character experiences. So if you want to meet Cinderella, Aurora, Tiana, or another member of Disney royalty without visiting a theme park, this month you can. A new meet-and-greet dubbed a Princess Royal Reception kicked off October 1st inside the World of Disney store at Disney Springs. In this limited-time event, guests can meet Cinderella, Tiana, Snow White, Aurora, or another visiting princess every day between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. from now until November 1st. Guests will check in with a cast member and receive a return time. And when it's your time for your royal reception, a Disney PhotoPass photographer will be on hand to capture your special moment. Also over at Epcot, a new Disney Visa photo spot for Chase Disney Visa card holders appears to be in the works at the Imagination Pavilion. Photos of new signage for the photo spot emerged on Twitter, along with reports that the current spot in Innoventions West would be closing. I didn't see an official announcement on that. I just saw some reports on Twitter. Okay. It doesn't yeah. look like an additional photo spot, but what, but that they're moving the the present the one. Yeah, they pretty, yeah. They, pretty sure they had it open because my friend Charlotte did it. I was um, actually went and rode uh, Spaceship Earth a second time instead of doing that this time. And the, she went to Innovations, and it was not in the same spot that she remembered it. So if I remember it correctly, they've already moved it to the new. Over to Imagination? Yes. Okay, so there you go. So that's a. So then the other um, the other piece there is the meeting the princesses at Disney Springs at the World of Disney Store. So that's interesting. Because, yeah, that's cool. You know, with, yeah, not getting into a, not having to go, go into a park. Right, a park or you know book a character meal or something. Um, so it's a it's a free meet and greet you know at Disney Springs and it seems to be in the old Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique location there. At World of Disney, because yes. they've moved that, or uh, yeah, they've moved that over. I think, to, um, on, like the marketplace side or something. Yeah, once it's behind like, a, yeah behind once behind a toy. It's on a toy, yeah, yeah once behind, behind a toy. On a toy, right, right. So now that it seems to be a test, it's only going to be yeah. until November first. Sounds so like there's going to we'll be see. a lot more uh, meet and greets at Disney Springs now because yeah. we so we had the Coca Cola be... there, and now yeah. we're having the princess. I do. I do like it. I like that option for, you know, maybe families Especially who didn't get the opportunity to do that yeah. in the parks. Or, when you go to the Bibbidi-Bobbidi in Disney Springs, and then you can go over and meet your princess, and you're all dolled yeah. up. And, yeah. and right. the whole idea of giving you a return time rather than having a giant queue right. is cool, too. Yeah. Right. yeah. It, almost sounds, it almost sounds like a like fast pass. Like, like a fast, fast pass. pass. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, it didn't say necessarily how they would do that, that they would get. It said, the story I read said that you would, you check in and then they would give you instructions. Yeah. And with your return time. And so, and then they, when it's your, when you come back, you know, then, then you have a short wait to meet your princess. So you're not, that, yeah, you're not queuing up for an hour. Over, it'll, it'll essentially, I guess, for lack of a better term, sell out even though they're not paying for it. Yeah. But it'll fill yeah. up at a certain point, and that way they can avoid having these lines everywhere. That's probably a good idea, yeah. a good way to do it. Because yeah. I'll bet you, yeah. I mean, that's a fun thing to do with your, we always use, usually use Disney Springs as a first thing we do when we get there before we check in or last yeah. thing we do on our way out. And that would be a fun thing if you had a, a, a child to do that on your way in or out yeah. of the park. That would be great. And one more thing I was going to add about Disney Springs I forgot is that they opened, like, the landings. They have, like, all the kind of, like, chain stores. Like, they have a Sephora, Mac Store, um, all of my favorite things, Um, Francesca's. They accept Disney gift cards. So that's a really dangerous thing. Yes. So use your Target 5% and then 
go shopping. Wow. Because I asked, um, I had quite a bit of gift card money left, and I don't know when I'll be back down there. And I was like, what am I going to do with this money? And the girl was like, oh, yeah, we take the gift cards because we're on Disney property. And so that's cool to know. The three stores that we went into and actually shopped, they all accepted the Disney gift card. Wow, that is dangerous. You're not kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, our next item. The Birnbaum Guide gives first look at Avatar ride descriptions. As the floating mountains of Pandora, the world of Avatar, continue to rise in the skies of Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, the venerable Birnbaum's Walt Disney World Guide has new details of the land's two main attractions. Now, forgive me, I have not seen the movie, so I might mispronounce these things, but the Navi River Journey is billed as a musical voyage into Pandora's bioluminescent forest with guests boarding canoes to ride the sacred river. The canoes float past exotic glowing plants and an array of amazing creatures. This dark ride is described as calm and family-friendly. Avatar Flight of Passage, on the other hand, invites daredevils to take a scenic trip to Pandora on the backs of a flying mountain banshee. Birnbaums calls it a high-flying e-ticket experience and cutting-edge simulator-like environment that offers much more than a thrill a minute. The guide also lists both attractions as available for Fast Pass Plus selections. So these are both going to be Fast Pass rides, which is not surprising. No. Um, and one is a one is a you're kind of, you know, floaty dark ride, and the other sounds like a simulator. It sounds like know, a soaring type thing. That's what I was going to say. Or or but, um, Star Tours. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe something yeah, it could like be that. One of the other. Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of like at Universal, maybe like the Spider-Man type ride where you're moving and some of it's okay. real and some of it's simulated. I think yep. that's I was what. Thinking that, that as cool. a possibility too, like um, yeah. the what's the the Gringotts one, Escape from Gringotts. Yeah. Oh. Gringotts and um, which is a crazy ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's, if it's but, like that, if they're if they're going that route, then that would be outstanding. I've never I've never seen Avatar. I don't really have any interest in seeing Avatar. There's so you're not alone. Sure. I haven't either. It's a very, it's a very <laughs> with, long movie. The thing with Avatar is that it's. I was originally really frustrated that they chose that to do this with because I hated yeah. the movie. But the reason yeah. I hated the movie was because it had no plot. It is right, just the name <laughs> of the planet. I mean, it is cliche after cliche. The name of the planet is Pandora. So you immediately know we're talking Pandora's box. I mean, it's everything. Uh, The thing that's on Pandora, they're looking for an element. The name of the element they're looking that they're mining is called unobtainium. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Everything in that movie is that telegraphed. But I mean, there what is people not, love about it is that not it's one visually original stunning. Idea. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And what they did right was the setting of the movie is spectacular. The It's one of the most beautiful things you'll see. Everything, the world is alive. The whole part of the plot is that the planet and the people that live on it and everything in it is all part of one, essentially one big being. And everything's alive huh? and interdependent. So the, the plants glow and sort of interact with the people around them and all that. So what it did, to, it gave Disney Imagineering a really beautiful setting to make up their own stories because and there's Joe really Rody, nothing did, there story did, yeah. it just wasn't a good movie Len here guys hey Len oh, hey. Hey, it was just left it, the, the fact that there really was not much of a plot leaves the story open to Disney to make their own for these rides Fair okay. enough. so Fair I enough. think it'll actually and the, the setting is spectacular and it sounds like they're going to turn this park is going to be you talk about a nighttime experience. I think everything in it is, yeah. is supposed to be, be glowing and moving. I think it'll be great. I think it'll look yeah. really like, cool. Like I and said I'll... last week, uh, I review, I said it was going to be amazing once Avatar opens just because of the scenery and the nighttime, and it's just going to be amazing. Yeah. Even though the movie was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, agree that's, that. that's the question I have is, you know, having not seen it, am I, and I really, I don't, I don't care to see this movie. I don't, and you won't but, need to you know, see will the movie I still to enjoy, exactly. Park. Will I yeah. still enjoy and, and hearing yes. the descriptions of these rides, you know, it does sound, sound interesting. So yeah. it's not you know, like there's I, a I think, character from the movie you'll need to know because yeah, you yeah. know them all already. You know, every character in that movie, already. they've been in every movie you've seen. You <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, they <laughs> are. It's a movie full thing. of cliches. 
So you, you won't miss a thing, and you'll be I, able to. You, I think you, I think everybody will enjoy it, having seen it or not. I think they, I think they might have actually stumbled upon a really good choice. I think the most amazing thing is how bad of a movie it was, but it's the most. It made the most money in, in theaters ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a good point. Because it looked so good. It was it was one of those things yeah, that I you mean, really were... to watch it on your home television would be totally worthless. If you didn't see it in the movies, there's no reason to watch it. If you didn't see it in a big mm-hmm. screen, there's no reason to. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And there's and gonna I will... be more. Yeah. yeah. Be more. Oh there's yeah. Second one's coming yeah, out in 2017. More. Oh sweet. So. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. It's going to follow the children. Blue people walking around. If they don't play that stupid 90s song, the blue, I'm a blue, I'm a diva or whatever. You guys remember that song? I was like a little kid when that came out. But if they don't play that and have Charlie and I'm just going to be devastated. That's all I I think about when I see those blue. I read something on Twitter that said they were going to have, the cast members were going to have to speak. The Navi language. Oh, Navi or whatever. I saw that too, that yeah. they were, yeah. yeah. And it, they presumably, were they'll also have to look good. They'll have to look good half naked and painted blue. <laughs> right? As I said, like, they have to be stunning. Who doesn't? Yeah. I'm out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not because, I mean, I mean, the characters they've paint. shown, the characters they've shown in the promo pictures that are dressed as the, as the Navi characters from Thing, I mean, they're true to the Thing. I mean, they've just got little grass skirt things little on. Little loincloth and a wig. Yeah, oh you're going to have to be thick to be Loin in that. Loincloth and a smile. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not ready are. for that conversation with my children yet. I can't. No. Yeah. no. no. Well, it's a little, no. yeah, I, it's a little iffy. I will say. Disney Parks in 2017. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I will say that we were able to see a lot of the construction, which is cool. Um, they've unveiled a lot of it. So coming into the park and then on Everest, um, on Everest, I was able to see the Rivers of Light um, arena. Because I'm going I'm I'm to want to see it on Everest. Where do you look? Off to your um, right, When you're going up the mountain um, mm-hmm. before you go backwards, to look to your right. And okay. you'll see, if you look. Down, like kind of almost immediately down, you'll see Rivers of Light, their amphitheater, which yes. looks incredibly small. Um, and then you'll see, which I couldn't figure out where the entrance to that was. I kept walking around. My friend Charles was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying to find something. Just go with it. Because um, <laughs> there was no signs. Since there's nothing going on right now. There's no signs that said like Jungle Book or Rivers of Light. It's just kind of there somewhere. But um, and then you look over and you can see Pandora. So you can see the floating rock mountain thing, whatever that's name is called. And it looks pretty much done. But what's funny about it is that you can see where, you know, visually where they want you to see. And then all of a sudden it's like Haunted Mansion where it's like there's big warehouse behind it where the actual ride is. Yeah. Um, that they've, you know, that they won't theme because you, can't, you won't be able to see it. But it, what I did see, it looked huge, just that's totally cool. expansive. Yeah, that's cool. So we shall see. Exciting stuff. Dead attractions. <laughs> Let's uh, dive into that. Our dearly, mm-hmm. dearly departed. I'll start. I'll start. Um, this is Len. I, I'm gonna miss Captain EO a lot. I know people are divided on Michael Jackson. Um, but that was one of the things I, I always looked forward to seeing when I when I went there with my wife. But truthfully, my my all time favorite was uh, Snow White's Scary Adventures, and I still lament the passing of that. That that was rough. Mister Toad's my my bonus answer, but Snow White's my number one. You know, I'm surprised <laughs> no one else said that. That is also my departed attraction of choice with Snow White's Scary Adventure. Yep. I love that ride. It was beautiful. I agree. It was funny you say Captain EO. We, uh, I drugged my son on that last time we were there because I knew it was leaving. <laughs> we were there like a week or two before they shut it down. And I oh, wanted wow. to see it because, you know, I loved it when it first came out. Sure. But then I spent the rest of the day telling them that Michael Jackson was possessing my soul and going up on my toes <laughs> and going, in the middle of the park. And you do that with a 16-year-old. It is so much fun. That's he great. was, Dad, stop That's it. Like, you have to build it up. John, it's happening again. Michael Jackson's possessing my soul. No, Dad, Dad, no, no, Dad. 
and then the ride closed and he blamed it on you exactly well, he was Dan. he was he was there was the, he was happy to see it to see it end because he's, <laughs> he thinks michael jackson will be done with me <laughs> until <laughs> next time until next time well this is jeff and uh i i was surprised in our, our twitter poll we'll get to that later but i was surprised at how many of these attractions people wanted to see come back were Epcot ones. I assumed, I guess, just because I'd spent so much time there and I consider it, when I think of Disney, I think Magic Kingdom. I assumed everybody would be talking about Magic Kingdom. And that mm-hmm. was immediately where my mind went, and it went to 20,000 Legs Under the Sea. As much as I loved Mr. Toad and I really miss him, 20,000 Legs Under the Sea had me as a kid. You could not convince me that I was not on a real submarine underwater and that it was not a real squid attacking it. And none it of that scared real, me, Jeff. but I was, it, it was, and I was one of those kids. It was, the, it was the 70s. It was, it was the 70s, everything was kind of odd. But I was one of those kids, some kids are like trucks, and some little kids are into, you know, dinosaurs or something like that. With me, it was submarines. I just was fascinated by submarines. And to go there and see that, and it was the coolest, it's, to this day, it's the coolest submarine design in history of ever. I, I agree. And that was just a great – I loved that ride so much to the extent that we drove 500 miles down to the uh, uh, Trader Sam's last fall to buy a $50 Nautilus drink so I could have the Nautilus <laughs> cup. It's <laughs> <laughs> a keepsake mug. Exactly. That's, uh, I just, awesome. That, that was my thing. Anybody else? Well, I'll go next. This is Kathy, and um, I was going to say – I was going to say the Skyway because I that was when I was a kid. I just loved, you know, boarding and it and too. just flying just over Magic Kingdom. I loved it. But the more I thought about it, really, and I'm going to go with one of the ones in Epcot, Horizons. Just I, nice. I was an adult, you know, when that when that came out. But you know, when I wrote it, but I just, just, you know, riding through that family and seeing all the backgrounds and, you know, that was the first time, you know, before Soren, when you would get the smell of the oranges, you know, you go through the one section and, and they had the big yeah. Omni theater too. And, and some of this part of, you know, that attraction did, um, I think inspire some of Soren because it had, like I said, the big Omni theater and stuff where you were, you get to that one point where you're right in the middle of the screen and you'd be flying through the DNA helix or something like that. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. it was incredible. Yeah. So, and then at the end where you would sort of choose your own ending and you'd have the little screens would come up and you'd fly through the desert or something. And so I, I adored horizons. So that would be my, that's my dearly departed, you know, zombie ride. I wish, I wish we'd come back. Uh, good pick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, okay. Uh, this is Shelby, and I agree with Jeff. Mine was Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I it was so incredibly immersive that you know, like you believe that you were in the submarine, and I was devastated when they closed it down. And it was just amazing. I love that ride. I the movie was eh. But that ride was just – that was the best ride when I was little. I still think that's but. the best live-action movie Disney's ever made. Besides it Mary is Poppins. good, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. count Mary Poppins because it was a large animated musical. part of it. So I'll count there's that. There's no, no squid in that one either. Well, there's no squid. No squid. <laughs> Some no, catchy tunes in 20,000 No, I actually thought the, the, the 20,000 Leagues movie was spectacular. Yeah, but then, yeah, you know, I'm a submarine a guy movie. and I thought it was great. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, backup is uh, Dreamcatcher or Dreamfinder. Oh Dream my fire. gosh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm jet lagged. It was Dreamfinder and Figment. I wish I would like the original Figment ride to Bring come back. back. Yeah, yeah I mean that figure. just the song and everything. Like, I want the Dreamfinder. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> this is John. Um, mine is uh, Food Rocks. I, I was talking about this the other day. Even Kitchen Cabaret, the original, it was, they were all good. I mean, you had food singing, your favorite songs. <laughs> Tough to argue with that. <laughs> it is, really is. I never got to see, I never saw that. Really, how could you even call that a nightmare? <laughs> I loved Kitchen Cabaret. Kitchen I loved Cabaret. Kitchen Cabaret. Yeah. I really did. But I, my caveat is 
you know, if they if they were if we were going to bring back Kitchen Cabaret, we'd have to put it in a different place because I adore Soren. Right so I, I couldn't I couldn't give up Soren for Kitchen Cabaret. <laughs> and then my backup is uh, now this is over in Hollywood, actually. Well, it was in Hollywood. It was the Doug Live show. I don't know if anybody. Yes. Nineties kid. Yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I knew Sam was the only one that was going to get that one. But yeah, it's... my brother was a huge fan of Doug growing up. I vaguely remember it, but I do remember like the school sets, like the lockers and the. But yes, Sam here. Um, I would also vote Snow White, Scary Adventures. After that, it would have to be Alien because of all of the hilarious family stories of getting in trouble and having to ride aliens. So that never gets old and. Uh, that, therefore, it has to come back. Children, so you can threaten them with it. Yes, and actually, what's funny about that is my friend Charlotte that traveled with me this week was telling me that her grandma kind of did the same thing. Oh she God. thought it was just kind of like a funny ha ha, and ride like kind of supposed to be funny. And she got and she put Charlotte in the very front row where the alien like escapes. <laughs> and I guess <laughs> and Charlotte was five. And I guess she screamed the entire rest of the day, just like, done, see you later. So I think we've all been personally victimized by the alien ride somehow. So you want it back. (laughs) Naturally, you want it back. I think I might have cried just now. So, so maybe, so maybe when Stitch closes at the end of this year, you traumatized John. Yeah. Sorry, John. I didn't mean to give you nightmares. It's okay. (laughs) They're there. They're there. there. No. Um, my favorite ride was Maelstrom and Epcot. Yes. Um, I yes. used to love that ride, um, and so I'm kind of sad because I ne- well, I actually never got my kids to ride on that. Um, for some reason, we never got around to it, and then so um, before I knew it was going to be closing, I had made plans that they were definitely going to go on that, and then we ended up going, I think it was a month after they closed it, so they never got to see it. So, yeah, I was kind of sad about that because that was that was my favorite. <laughs> There's Frozen now, though. Yes, Guys. we rode Frozen. <laughs> Let it go. But Frozen doesn't send you down the waterfall. That's wonderful. Sorry. They took the waterfall out of Frozen, didn't they? I'm sorry, what? what did didn't you they down? take the waterfall part out of Frozen, where the boat drops? Um, because in Maelstrom, the boat would go down the yeah, little waterfall yeah. thing. And you go backwards. Which you go backwards. Yeah. Okay, you still do that? Wasn't yeah. a huge fan of that. Um, it really didn't make any sense, but I knew that they couldn't change the track. So right, it didn't really make the same path. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they made better. it work, I guess, but I yeah, was, we were all kind of like, oh, this is kind of strange, but I actually really liked Frozen. It enchanted me quite a bit. I mean, I was completely in awe the whole time. I mean, yes, creepy faces and all. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the creepy faces. I did too. the faces bothered me, but I did but I did I, I did enjoy it, yeah. And Olaf was awesome. I was just going to say that Olaf and Sven are spectacular, like, yeah. in their form. Oh, so the one scene, he looks like he's drunk. They always <laughs> oh, well. Sven, you don't want to know yeah. what I said on my Snapchat when I Snapchatted some of that ride. So we'll just, I can be highly inappropriate. I'll just, <laughs> let's just say they, Anna and Elsa at times looked like they were having a little bit too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know their faces were creepy, but maybe we should all just let it go. (laughs) (laughs) When and his puns, that just happened. So yeah, that's a round robin for us. But how about the how about the fans out in the Twitterverse? What were their favorite dearly departed attractions? Yes, Um, Christy, which is at KMRada, loved Skyway. She loved traveling the sky over Magic Kingdom, especially at night. I was glad she said that because that was that yep. was our favorite time too. Nighttime on the Skyway was spectacular. Did anybody else Skyway notice? It, it was it closed a long time ago. It seemed like it closed sure. in the early, in the mid, was, late seventies. Oh, so long ago. No, yeah. no, 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 no. But it no, wasn't. No. Yeah. It was still around. In I the have. <laughs> yeah. No. no, listen. I have a I have a picture of my of myself on it with my husband. Who I started dating in 1996. Oh so wow! It, it, it was 
it was late nineties. Yeah, it was still around. Okay. So I don't know exactly when it closed, but yeah, my mom least, said yeah. that we wrote it, but I don't, I don't remember. Did anybody else? I remember that, writing it in the eighties. You notice the throat, the uh, shout out to the Skyway in Zootopia. I just saw that the other night, so it was, I was thinking about it. Yeah. But there's a sky, there's a sky ride in Zootopia that they take, and it looks very much like the one in the park. It does. I lo- yeah. yeah yeah. Okay. Um. At. T. Kennedy 706 chose Horizon and World of Motion. He said they're nostalgic and they served Upcott's original purpose. Yeah, That's he's true. a friend of mine on Twitter, and I know I know he's he's very into like what Walt's vision for Epcot was supposed to be, and so um, yeah, he's he's definitely likes the you know the the traditional the classic Epcot. So. So, and there are lots of people that feel that way that, you know, going back to the classic Epcot and what Epcot was supposed to be. I'm so, with them on Horizons. But again, if I, I had to Horizons. give up, if I had to give up the test track to get World yeah. of Motion back, I'm not sure that I would. World of, I enjoyed mm-hmm. World of Motion. It was cool. But I, I, I think test track is a lot of fun. The whole building your own car yeah. thing is neat. Guys, I'm too young for all this. I don't remember. I never went on Horizons. I don't think I was on Horizons. I was going to say the same thing, Sam. (laughs) I have a memory. Was World of Motion the one where at the end then it showed you like in a futuristic car? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I just had that memory of being little and being in the little thing and having the – okay. Then all right. Okay. Next up is uh, Allison from uh, the PhilHard podcast. She shows Living with the Seas. Yeah, yes. Living Seas before it became the living Nemo. Seas. Yeah, the yeah. Living Seas. Yeah, and I loved that too. I loved the Hydrolator. Exactly. That was that the was, coolest and it freaking thing. It worked <laughs> the same way as the submarine, yeah. making you think it was a real submarine at twenty thousand yes. legs. And it was. Yeah. I mean, no matter how old, and it's just a stupid trick with a bunch of bubbles and an air jet, but uh-huh. it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you saw it. I mean, simple it just, tricks yeah. really work. I loved it. I loved the hydrolator. Yeah, and that was it was really cool. The hydrolator and the story yeah. that you were actually descending and going to Sea Base yes. Alpha. Yes, yeah. that was the yeah. best. Oh my gosh, yeah, that, I loved that as a kid. Oh, that, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, if you ever guys want to get nostalgic, you can watch Boy Meets World because Corey and Topanga yes. meet in Disney World and they film a whole episode at Living the Living Seas. It's kind of cool. Was, I watched it the other day actually. It's on AC Family. They did a full house episode in the Magic Kingdom too. Yes, they did. Nice. And they had what's his face dress up as Aladdin because he's the voice of Aladdin. And DJ's like, oh, that's right. DJ was totally confused. Best part of the whole episode. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, let's keep it rocking. Okay, then uh, Dad on Disney. Nick chose Horizons again. Well, again, uh, and the Horizons, Horizons really does, yep. as everybody's saying, it really does speak to what Epcot was supposed to be about, or what it what it opened as, what it could be, as yeah. a pointing to the future. What was Horizons? It was a riot. It was basically based on the concept was what, where were you, where will we, where are we going as right. as a society? And there was, you got, didn't you get to choose at the end? At the end, yeah, you, you got to write... choose where. where whether you want to be a space family or a yeah, <laughs> is that like yeah, spaceship basically. Earth now? It's yeah, it was kind of like a sequel. Kind of like it's well, it's a little bit different. I mean, it would actually that the last sequence you would um, just choose where you wanted to go, and it would it would you do like a fly through, and then of like the terrain or whatever, say it was desert, sea, space, whatever, and then you would land, like you'd arrive. And that was it. I mean, it's a little bit different from the Spaceship Earth thing. But it was it was the first sort of choose-your-own ending. So it was Good ahead point. of its time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, our friends at the Mouse Knows Best podcast, they had several rides that they chose. No one uh, gathered the whole, if you could pick one thing, did they? Yeah, no. They, so they no. chose Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Spectro exactly. Magic, Horizons, mm. Wonders of Life, and Maelstrom. Mm. Good, good picks all. Those who seek the spirit magic. of Norway. <laughs> and I miss, I miss Mr. Toad so bad. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. The only, only awesome. Disney ride yeah. where you could go to hell. Right, exactly. Exactly. It was, yeah. It was, it was just so yeah. gloriously inappropriate. After getting hit great. by a truck. Right. I remember riding it as a kid being like, wait a minute. Or where a train. Yeah. 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 You got hit. Yeah. yeah. You got run over by the train and then you went to hell. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm going to have to YouTube this, you guys. I'm going to have to watch Verizon's. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch Mr. Toad's Wild Ride tonight. Like, I know awesome, what I'm doing right? before I go to bed. Now, that was one of my most... It still exists in Disneyland, right? Disneyland, is it exactly. Disneyland? Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's still there. And it's very much the same as Disney World. Mm-hmm. Mr. Toad yep. was one of my most embarrassing Disney moments. Well, not to me, with my wife, I guess. We were... My parents <laughs> took us to Disney as a uh, graduation present. We were dating at the time. And uh, took us to Disney World as a graduation present from college. And so uh, Lisa and I were in the Magic Kingdom one night late, and we rode Splash Mountain. I got to watch the, the uh, electrical parade go by from Splash Mountain, which was cool. But we started wandering around Frontier, Frontierland and walked through Fantasyland, and they were shutting everything down. And we managed to fit one last ride in, and it was Mr. Toad, because she knew it was my favorite. So we went to Mr. Toad, and we were the only people in line, walked up, and the cars all had names of the characters on them. Yeah. Like you could ride the yeah. weasel car, the badger yeah. car. And so and you could see which car you were gonna get, you know, by counting the yep. people in front of you and all that. And as soon as I noticed that we were actually gonna get on the Mr. Toad car, I sorta of went totally geek and I was like, Oh, it's Mr. Toad <laughs> <laughs> And the the cast member was this teenage Teenage girl running the cast member gave my wife this look like, oh my God, is he for real? (laughs) I had no idea. I was still thrilled. And it turned out to be my last ride on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was actually on the Mr. Toad car. So I have no shame of being that excited. (laughs) Good for you. It was Mr. Toad. I mean, how can you not? All right, next up. Is Lauren at, which is at Princess Lar 288. He chose. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Maelstrom, Snow White Scare Adventures, and Spectro Magic. Yeah, I love Spectro Magic. Yeah, the Spectro Magic. That one. I think I even mistakenly called um, the Electrical Parade Spectro Magic last week. So you know. The Spectrum. <laughs> Main Street Spectrical Parades. Spectrical. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All right, next up. We got okay. any more, John? Yes, we have three more, actually. Um, we have Joshua, which is at Mr. Projectionist. Original journey into imagination with fake Dreamfinder. I mean, you really can't go wrong. Nope. He was nope. a great nope. character. Yeah, Dreamfinder yeah. rocked. Yeah. He's okay. had a resurgence, though. Like, he, he's appeared in the in the comic book, right? Yeah, he's got his own yes. comic book now, which yes. is cool. Yeah. Which, do you think that brings us any hope he'll come back to the – because that attraction's badly in need of a refurbishment – yeah, it's yeah. It's, if they do I mean, and they keep yeah. it imagination, do you think there's a chance they'll bring him back? Since they, do you think the comic book was a a, a test to see if that's worth doing? I do, I do. I Disney mean, does stuff like that all the time. That was and my with orange orange they did, back they, in the they brought, they brought the original Enchanted Tiki Room back. So exactly. why can't they? Yeah. Oof, yeah. Oh boy, that really mixed one was bad. That was horrible. I don't oh. think anybody wants I only to see know that the one. one version. I really need to brush up on my Disney history, clearly. It was it was with Iago under new it management. With the Iago, yeah, under new yeah. management. They changed it for about five minutes and then the thing caught on fire like a message from the <laughs> it was. That's yeah. right. I was yeah. gonna say it was a <laughs> sign. Yeah. The Lord struck it with lightning it. and said, Don't yeah. do this. Right. That's hilarious. Terrible yeah. but hilarious. <laughs> okay, um, Lorena at Lorena GL85. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Captain EO. Captain EO. There we go. Right more there. Captain EO cool. love. Yep. And, more, and, more, and more Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Exactly. Yep. yep. Our audience is the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, know, they, they know what's up. They know what's up. And then our final uh, one is JMO. And then it's at XOJMO. And she chose the Adventurers Club. Oh, there we nice. go. Yeah. Good choice. Good one. The pieces yeah. of that are Yo. coming back here and there. There's yeah. the, the I mean there's yeah. there's echoes of the Adventurous Club in uh Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's Rock, uh, yeah. Yeah. and also in uh Jack Lindsay's in the Hagar yeah. Bar. Yeah. That's very yeah. similar. Yeah. Yes. Good old Pleasure it. Island. Pleasure Island was cool. Yeah. yeah. Can we can we get a Island. moment can we get a moment for Pleasure Island? Just so <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. So you do the electric slide at midnight? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. New Year's Eve every night. I love Every it. night. Every yeah. night. <laughs> I was always too little, but I just remember my parents would go. Like They would get in-room sitters or like our grandparents, and they would go, and I would always get mad because I wanted to go because it just looked oh. so cool, like all the lights and stuff. 
it yep. was cool. I mean, you. I never got to do could, it either. I was. You could again, go there being... during the day, but there, if you yeah. were a kid, there wasn't much you could do. Yeah. Oh, eight tracks. Good... I loved. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did eight tracks have the revolving dance floor? Yeah. Or was that the other one? It's mannequin. Was it the same though? No, yeah. I think there were two different. Was it? Yeah. I think there was mannequins played uh, mannequins. like more modern pop music and 8 yeah, played yeah. all the 70s stuff. One of them had the revolving dance floor. I can't remember which one it was. I, I think it was 8 that was mannequins. I wasn't Maybe, mannequins. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we spent most of our time in the Adventurers Club because that was just too nuts with the yeah. stuff on the wall. Tea and everything. Oh, yeah. I love that. that was just... You know, and it sounds like, have you heard the plans for the uh, Edison? Yes. And the Neverland Club that's supposed to be underneath it? No. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was supposed I to be like something. Walt's basement or something. Yeah, like the that. plan is to put a place called, I think they're calling it the Neverland Club, but it's supposed to be a secret entrance, essentially, in the Edison. And then, you, or, you know, quote unquote secret entrance. But you have to go into the one club to get into the other. And the whole Neverland Club thing is supposed to be underground underneath the Edison. It sounds really, really cool. The Edison okay. itself sounds cool. It's a whole big steampunk thing. There's one in Los Angeles, I think. You can see pictures of that online. If it's anything like that, it's going to be pretty cool. All right. Pleasure Island's cool. not there, but they're doing they're they're giving us something. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, Disney Springs is going to be amazing. Disney Springs yeah. is pretty yep. cool. This is just the beginning. Yeah. So it is. <laughs> yes. I think that rounds out all of our uh, fan responses for dearly departed attractions, right? Yep. Yes. Correct. Yeah. We'll have something new next week. We haven't decided yet, so we'll. Yes. Keep them coming. Well, that's about all the time we have this week, folks. Thanks for living the mouse life with us. We've really enjoyed spending time with you, and we'll see you again next week. So from all of us to all of you, see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life.